1: Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. I'm Jared and I'm here as always with Andrew. And Andrew, I have a question that I want to put your way to start us off today. Have you ever been to Mexico? I uh, have.
0: I went, uh, oh, when I, I don't know, when I was in my early 20s. Went to a couple different cities, traveled around within Mexico a bit. It was a good experience.
1: Cool. Did you do that like with uh, your church or was it just for fun? Oh, no. My uh,
0: my brother and his wife were teaching English in uh, in Mexico. Oh, and cool. so I went to visit them.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Mexico, I think, is uh, it's the country on the world watch list that geographically speaking would be closest to uh, most of our listeners in Canada anyway. And uh, I imagine would be one of the only countries that a lot of our listeners may have visited at one point or another. And I have a a theory that it would be maybe a country that people would be surprised to see on the world watch list, maybe just because it's part of the Western world and we like to think that we're separate from persecution um, or certainly persecution that we see in other countries in the world watch list. but. Mexico is there, and persecution is a reality
0: yeah absolutely i I think that many people uh Mexico and another country as well that people wonder about on the world watch list is Colombia mm-hmm. uh, and why are they on the world watch list? but as we talk about it today, uh, they actually both have very similar trends that lead them onto the world watch list and uh and yeah, we'll talk about those uh, as we go on, I'm sure,
1: yeah, we will now. Before we move into what persecution looks like in 2021, uh, I always like to have a little bit of a a context um, for Christianity in these countries. And, you know, we've done episodes on uh, countries in the Middle East, countries in Africa, Central Asia, and often their Christian tradition goes back, you know, centuries and even millennia to the very early church. Uh, Christianity began to spread out um, into the Roman Empire and into those regions Mexico, obviously, is a very different case. Uh, Christianity didn't reach Mexico until the 1600s. And when it did, it was done uh, through the form of colonialism. And uh, in the 1600s, the Spaniards came over to Mexico and began their conquest. And part of the justification for doing that was to convert the indigenous population of mexico to christianity and so when christianity was introduced to mexico for the first time it wasn't a uh, an attempt to show christ-like love it wasn't an attempt to spread gospel witness it was bloodshed and colonialism and using uh, the name of jesus to justify national conquest And so 400 years later, uh, in Mexico, the Catholic Church has been established as the, uh, not the official faith of the country, because there is separation of church and state, but um, about 75% to 80% of the country identifies as Catholic, and the church has become an institution there. And so persecution in Mexico today looks very different than many other countries, Partially because so much of the country is, at least in name or in some form, part of a Catholic tradition, part of a Christian tradition.
0: Yeah, it, it's very, it's a, a very interesting history uh, in Mexico, and it's a very different type of country than a lot of the countries in the world. Watch a lot of the countries we talk about are countries that are are Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist uh, strongly, or or atheist. But this is a country that has Catholic
1: roots. And so we start to wonder why does persecution rank so high in a country where you would think there would be some sort of religious freedom or some sort of uh, acceptance of of different types of Christianity. So do you want to talk a little bit about uh, what happened with Mexico to bring it onto the World Watch list in 2021?
0: Uh, Sure. So. Well, I mean, Mexico has been on the World Watch List in past years. It was mm-hmm. not in the, on the twenty twenty World Watch List, but it made its way back on on the twenty twenty one World Watch List, and there was a few trends that led to that, uh, mostly related to COVID nineteen. And so the the first trend and, and the and the reason it jumped back on is that because of COVID nineteen, armed groups in the country, criminal organizations took greater control uh, than they had before. Those criminal groups often target Christians who oppose their criminal activity, and those Christians have suffered retaliation in the form of threats and violence, and it is increasingly difficult for church groups to, to carry out humanitarian or spiritual work where those criminal groups are at work. It is, a, it is an issue in Mexico. Uh, we've actually heard several stories of, of pastors being attacked, even a few killed in the last year or two, uh, because of opposing these criminal groups. I actually read a story earlier today uh, from Mexico of, of someone we're called Brother David, uh, not his real name, but he uh, open doors, had to come and help him relocate because the pastor of his church was murdered. And then the criminal groups are coming after him, and and so this is kind of one of the trends that that brings Mexico onto the list. Another trend that is happening in Mexico and and causes persecution is uh, the increased powers of indigenous leadership for indigenous people in Mexico, because these indigenous leaderships uh, do not like when uh, indigenous people become Christians. Yep. Yeah. and so. Listen, autonomy of, of the indigenous communities causes serious problems for Christian converts. Uh, now COVID-19 worsened that situation since, uh, community leaders' authority over indigenous territories was strengthened. Uh, and so those, uh, in these, in these scenarios, in these communities, those who do not participate in the community's ancestral customs and synchristic practices, uh, synchristic is like a mixing of beliefs. And so that would be often uh, some form of Catholicism mixed with ancestral beliefs. Uh, those who don't participate in that face opposition, rejection, uh, detention, and even forced displacement kicked out of the community, told you're not allowed to be here anymore.
1: As much as we wouldn't like to think this way, uh, it's easy to understand why there would be a mindset of opposition to Christianity in many indigenous lives because of the history of colonialism that uh, Christianity used to introduce itself to Mexico. And so that makes it very, very difficult for missionaries and church leaders to spread a loving Christ-like gospel to people in Mexico, indigenous, Catholic, or otherwise, because the idea of what Christianity is has been skewed and changed over the last 400 years. Now, with that said, there is evidence that uh, Protestant denominations, specifically Pentecostalism um, and other evangelical movements, are growing in rural areas of Mexico, while uh, the number of, of Catholic churches and people who identify as Catholic is slowly shrinking. And it's still a large majority of um, Mexicans who identify as Catholic, but it is going down.
0: In the 2020 census shows that in the last decade, Protestant and evangelical movement grew almost 4%. Yeah. Uh, and in 2020, it stands out about 11% of the country. Uh, while the f- vast majority still identify as Catholic, uh, about 77%, uh, that number has been in decline since in 1950 when it was
1: 98%. And that's attributed to uh, a lot of different factors namely influence of uh, the Americans right to the north and other Latin Americans in the country, as well as evangelical reach in indigenous areas. Um, And like I said, Pentecostalism is particular in that it's a growing movement in in the rural areas. And so Open Doors strengthens the church
0: in Mexico in a a variety of ways. I was reading through some different stories and things today and but one of the stories was focused on different groups of people that were helping to uh, rebuild homes because they were kicked out of their communities and uh, and and they need a place to live and so we're helping them find a place to get settled. Uh, I've read another about a church in the state of Oaxaca in an area that has high level, characterized by high levels of violence and Open Doors is training churches with a material called Standing Strong Through the Storm. Which some of our listeners may be familiar with. Uh, but it's, it's helping them prepare for persecution. So when it comes, when the pressure increases, when the persecution comes, they all know how to stand strong in their faith. And, and, you know, this area is characterized by a lot of violence. One pastor told open doors that Christians in this area, uh, there's been, there's been killings for professing their faith. Uh, local authorities have denied uh, families the right to carry out funerals for their relatives in their own communities. Uh, and so then they have to bury them in outside territory, outside their territory. And so this is uh, a, a big issue and, and something that Open Doors comes alongside with as well. Open Doors is working to strengthen the church in Mexico so that they can remain where they are and be salt and light. And we want to see the, the number of Christians continue to grow. Uh, we want to see many come to faith in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a good time to talk about how we can pray for the Church of Mexico, Jared.
1: So the first thing that comes to mind is that we'll pray for the Christian leaders in the church who are risking a lot to serve their church communities in places where they are specifically targeted by organized criminal groups. So I'll ask God to spare these church congregations uh, and church leaders from violence and give them the opportunity to, to care for their whole family and care for The church family in dealing with violence and trauma that's ongoing.
0: We can also pray for Christian converts in indigenous areas that they would be strengthened in their faith, and that they would continue to be salt and light for Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and we'll ask God to give our brothers and sisters uh, both compassion and courage as they risk their lives and their livelihood to to walk in the faith. So let's spend a moment in prayer for Mexico. Lord God, we come before you in prayer for our brothers and sisters who suffer persecution in the country of Mexico. Lord, so many people there profess your name and uh, and profess to follow you, and yet there is such a, a deep sense of, of violence and trauma undergirding so many of uh, the experiences of our brothers and sisters, and we would pray against that today. Lord, we think of all those who are involved in churches in mexico who are targeted by criminal groups and criminal activity and we would pray for protection for them pray for opportunity for them to uh, shepherd churches well and that there would be a sense of peace and a sense of courage in the faith rather than a sense of fear Uh, we would pray that there would be a decrease in the violent incidences that we've seen uh, growing over the past year and we pray that in the same way that Mexico just shot up the rankings of the world watch list this year, that next year we would see a reversal of that with it uh, its persecution score decreasing. We pray for those who are part of indigenous communities who have converted to Christianity and uh, as a result have been expelled from their uh, community groups. And uh, Lord, there's so many factors ongoing there, but we would pray for these brothers and sisters that you would protect them as well, provide for them, give them livelihood and Uh, give them all that they need to survive without their community and we would also pray that they would have the opportunity to share their faith and that they would uh, be given the boldness through the holy spirit uh, to be a light for you in a place that needs it the most give them lord a sense of courage to live out their faith boldly uh, and not um, not seek for approval from others not seek for status or anything like that but rather that they would seek your kingdom first before everything else on earth. We thank you for the work that you are doing and will continue to do in Mexico. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with someone else so that they can be praying for our persecuted family around the world. Uh, we'd love for you to check out our website, opendoorca.org, to find out more. Uh, God bless you. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. thanks for listening to Open Doors Canada's World Watch Weekly podcast. The goal of this podcast is to encourage Canadians to pray for our persecuted family. To find out more, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org and click on Get Involved and Prayer.